You're listening to COSAM Talks, the monthly podcast for Auburn University's College of Sciences and Mathematics. Today, Melinda Lanius is joining us to talk math on this issue of COSAM Talks. Hi, Melinda. Thank you for being part of this episode. Thank you for having me. Melinda is an assistant professor in the Department of Mathematics and Statistics at Auburn University. She earned her doctorate degree from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. She earned her bachelor's degree from Wellesley College in Massachusetts. Melinda has been teaching since 2012 and has been invited to talk around the nation and internationally on her research. Congratulations, Melinda, on receiving a Dolciani Mathematics Enrichment Grant from the Mathematical Association of America. Can you share with us what this grant is going to be used for? Sure. So this grant is focused on outreach. In particular, we're providing middle and high school students with hands-on learning of more complex mathematics. For me, outreach is about sharing my performance of research-level math with populations who typically wouldn't have access to that experience. My goal is for the community to both develop intuition for what a mathematician does and to appreciate the creative side of mathematical discovery. So for this particular grant, in the fall, a team of three graduate students will begin building lesson plans and preparing activities. Our co-director, Heather Haskell, will assist in curating a manipulatives library for the outreach programming. So from soap bubbles to wonky shaped tiles, this what I call outreach closet will cover many core areas of math. We plan on covering analysis, algebra and number theory, geometry and topology, logic and foundations, and statistics. Then in the spring, COSAM Outreach is going to help us find venues to run our activities with kids. Wow, that sounds really engaging. As an educator in mathematics, why is it important for students to have a positive math experience, especially before they enter higher education? Well, in my research, I analyzed the impact of math anxiety on undergraduate students' learning. Almost every math-anxious undergraduate developed math anxiety long before they set foot on campus. Case studies have shown that many students identify academic distress in a previous math class as a root cause of math anxiety in their current course. So an example of academic distress may be a child feeling public humiliation when they are on the multiplying three version of the timed multiplication test while their peers are already up to multiplying nine. Um, Distress could also be caused when they ask a question in eighth grade algebra, being given an answer, still not understanding, and the class moving on anyways. A lot of this distress is caused by academic expectations and pressures, not by the math content itself. So a math positive sorry, in positive math experience can really help students to separate math from academic stress. So our outreach activities will embody math as play. The goal is to enjoy thinking about these mathematical ideas. It is about the activity of doing mathematics. If the student doesn't discover the exact final answer I have in mind, that's okay. Can you give us an example of the activities this grant will be offering middle school and high school students through these outreach programs? So I prepared three kind of uh, activity descriptions for you today. Uh, Of course, these come with hands-on manipulatives, so I'm going to try my best to convey to you the the basic idea. Um, The first one, I call it hip to be square. This is in the area of mathematical induction. So I start by asking you the question, can you use one square tile and one L-shaped tile to make a two by two square? And then, of course, if we were in person, I would hand you those two manipulatives. Next, I ask, can you use one square tile and five L-shaped tiles to make a four by four square? And then finally, I give everyone a a one square tile and 21 L-shaped tiles to make an eight by eight square. And then the goal is to notice patterns. Ask what patterns do you notice as you completed each of these three tasks? Um, My next one is called not so fast, and this is in the area of topology. So if we give you two knots that I've made in rope, how do you know if they are the same knot? 
then, you know, I'd let you uh, work on that for a little bit. And then I follow up with the question, would it be easier instead to find ways to tell if two knots are different? So is the important question, when are two the same or when are two different? Um, and then my final activity I prepared for you is called It's My Party, and this is in the area of probability. Um, and this is because birthday milestones can be a really big deal when you're a teenager. So think when you're 13, um, it's tween to teen, 15 is quinceanera, and 16 is sweet 16. So what are the chances that two students in, this in the same class have the exact same birthday and figuring out the odds of that? Oh, those are really fun, and they sound like it really gets everyone involved. Now, a stereotype definitely exists that girls are bad in math. It can negatively impact performance in school, but also can drive female students to have math avoidance and to not pursue mathematical-related careers. Can you tell me a little bit about the gender differences that play out in mathematics and why, as a parent, you should take your female child student to STEM outreach activities? So I want to start by making it clear that evidence indicates that gender differences playing out of mathematics are a social construction. So I like to look at Carol Dweck's work on mindset. When it comes to math, most students have what is called a fixed mindset, where they believe that their basic abilities, intelligence, and talents are fixed traits. They're born with them. Some are good at math. Some just aren't. With this fixed mindset, um, it can be set early on by a, a well-intending teacher or parent saying, oh, you're good at math. Um, this perspective is also encouraged by how we talk about math as a society. You hear adults walking around saying like, oh, I'm just not a math person. A growth mindset, on the other hand, emphasizes that abilities and intelligence can be developed with effort, learning, and persistence. Researchers have shown that kids and adults with growth mindsets tend to perform better than those with fixed mindsets when it comes to math. On top of mindset, we also have stereotype threat, which forces girls and women to navigate the narrative that, quote, girls are bad at math. The cognitive load required to internally balance all of these narratives while also participating in math class can make it really hard to focus and learn. So I think STEM outreach events, particularly those offered just to girls, are a fantastic way to experience math in an environment free of stereotype threat. Further, at these events, girls can see female mathematicians confidently doing and enjoying math. So providing these positive counter narratives can be really powerful. A student might feel frustration or tension when it comes to solving a mathematical problem or explaining specific work, such as solving a complicated equation. Can you tell me a little bit about the role math anxiety plays? I'm um, sure. So math anxiety is defined as tension or apprehension that disrupts the ability to solve math problems. Disrupt is the key word here. You hear students describe the experience of their math anxiety as my mind went blank. Math anxiety can also inspire negative self-talk. So a student is so focused on not failing this problem, internally they're saying, if I fail this, I'll fail the course, I'll fail out of college, and I'll be a failure. Math anxiety compromises performance on cognitively demanding tasks because it is distracting. For some people, trying to work on math while experiencing math anxiety is like trying to evaluate an integral while riding a roller coaster. That would be the physical symptoms of anxiety. For others, it's like trying to solve for X while a TV is blaring, the nightly news in the background, the phone is ringing, and mom is asking you a question. That being said, I want to end on an encouraging note. Students are not their math anxiety. I've witnessed students start a semester experiencing a lot of math anxiety who, with effort and persistence, and maybe a breathing exercise here or there, they do the math. Thank you so much, Melinda. It was great to have you part of this episode. 
And thank you for listening to this episode of COSAM Talks. To learn more about this exciting grant, visit aubie slash L-A-N-I-U-S or check us out on the hashtag COSAM Talks on social media. We'll also follow up with Melinda and find out more about her STEM outreach activities. And as they become available, we will definitely have them on the auburn.edu slash COSAM website. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you.